Okay. Hello and welcome to the Pretty Book Podcast. My name is Shaquilla James and I have the lovely and talented author Miss Candice on the line. Um, thank you so much for joining us Miss Candice. How's your day going? It's going good. Hey everybody. Good. Thank you. Thank you so much for agreeing to be on the podcast. Um, I'm glad that we got a chance to talk. I know we've been having a few issues <laughs> trying yeah. to get schedule, but I'm so glad I got you here. So excited to talk to you. So, um, girl, I was first of all, you have like okay. So another thing you have, you have sixty plus books. Like that's mm-hmm. such an amazing feat in four to five years. I know you have like four and a half years. Um, it's five now. Five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's that's a lot of books. Yeah, that's a lot of books. So how? Okay. So just. Kind of let us know how you started and um, what your journey into the literary industry was like. Well, I started, you know, writing. I've been writing since I was about uh, 12 years old or so. And, um, you know, I started off writing poetry. And then um, I got a hold of some urban fiction books and I started reading those. And then I somehow stumbled upon, uh, like, you know, BCK, Bow Wow, fan boards and stuff like that. And they ended uh-huh. up coming up with this thing called um, fan fiction. Um, I know a lot of people are doing it now on, like, what you call it, Wattpad or something Wattpad, like that. Wattpad, yeah. I was back then on those, like, little story boards and stuff. And, like, uh, B2K and Bow Wow, little fan boards. So I ended up, um, I was writing stories on there. And I was pretty good at it. And people were telling me, you know, I should get published. I should try to publish this and that. Stuff. So I tried to publish um, one of my books. I ended up pulling it off of the storyboard and, you know, putting it into a document and submitted it to this publishing company. Who was it? This was way before I even knew about Kindle and stuff like that. But anyway, mm-hmm. I, got, uh, I never heard back from them. So then I was like, you know what? Maybe it's not for me. Maybe I'm not going to, um, you know, try to... I just go home. I'll go ahead and just write for fun. But mm-hmm. one day I was scrolling on Instagram and I came across a submission post from uh, it was on Eastside Ivo, one of the little comedians on Instagram on his page. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, it was from um Jay Jones. So I was like, you know, this might be a sign. So I ended up submitting to her and uh um yeah, she responded back to me pretty quickly. And it was history from then. And that was in 2014, in around October, I talked to her. And then I signed my publishing contract with her in November of that year. Okay. Okay, so that's that's very interesting. Like, um, it's so interesting to see just how people started. And I think you're, you're the first person that I've heard saying, like, that they did, like, the boards and stuff. Because I actually remember those. Like, <laughs> I used to, like very um are you currently you write full-time correct yes I've been writing full-time for about four years probably a little more than that oh okay so you kind of like jumped into it kind of fast yeah okay. um, can you can you hear those the beeping noises uh-uh no I don't hear anything okay so going getting notifications but I'm sorry <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah no I haven't heard it <laughs> yeah so you know I was um with her for a short period of time I published my first uh series for her and it did really really well for um for a new book and I think part three hit number one in urban life so um after that I went and I signed with Leo Sullivan 
and I was mm-hmm. with him until I went independent. Uh, I think last year, a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And how how has it been independent, or how is it different from being uh, with the publisher? It's a lot different. Um, of course, you see a little. Uh, you know, I saw a small, a slight um, income change, mm-hmm. but aside from, um, I love the freedom. But sometimes yeah. the freedom is, is, is too, you know, I, I love it too much. I don't have that structure anymore. And I need that structure. Like the publisher, I was, you know, trying to, you know, put them books out, get them out quick and, you know, finish my contract and stuff like that. And I was like, there is no contract. There is really no deadline. So it's just like, I'm all right, but I don't really have to write. I don't really have to drop it right here and there because mm-hmm. I don't have nobody on my head or anything like that. So I kind of miss that. I miss that structure because I was, um, more disciplined then yeah yeah same I agree that's one thing that I think I've um, dealt with too um transitioning from being a part-time to a full-time author just kind of feeling like you know I'm gonna have all this time to write but then once the time actually comes like sometimes you just sit in front of your laptop and nothing comes so yeah definitely it's like because you're at home all the time like People say, oh, um, why are you trying to take a nap? Because the bed is right there. It's not the yeah. same as, it ain't the same as going to a job and not being able to take a nap. It ain't the same because, you know, everything is right there in your face. You know, if you're tired, you're going to lay down. At work, you can't do that because you don't have a bed there. But, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Exactly. Just, it's really hard to get that discipline. And it's, it takes a really strong mind to stay disciplined for real. Yeah, that's, that's definitely true. That's definitely something that I'm um, learning and dealing with. Yeah. Currently. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, so being a wife and a mother, like, you know, with writing, you know, like with a, a, tra- a traditional job, you know, you dedicate these set hours to that job. With being a writer, mm-hmm. there's really no on or off because, you know, you can be at the grocery store and come up with an idea and things like right. that. So it's like, how do you balance your real life? Um, with being a full-time author and a publisher because you're also a publisher. So how do you <laughs> how do you balance I, all of that? Honestly, there is no balance, okay? <laughs> really, <laughs> it's kind of like all over the place. Um, it's, it's crazy because I try to, you know, set limitations or I try to um, set boundaries and stuff. Like um, with my company, my publishing company, I have set days, like Tuesdays and Fridays. I do like, you know, the um the the strenuous um work that would take a lot of time like I would help with mm-hmm. storyline synopsis titles and stuff I try to you know set them you know the rules in order but I, en- I always end up um doing things that I shouldn't be doing on my publisher day like outside of my publisher days like I would end up mm-hmm. helping my with titles on a Monday knowing that I need to be writing <laughs> And you know it's it's kind of yeah. it's kind of strange, or I would end up working on book covers, knowing that I need to be writing three k. You know, you know, like it's it's really hard. But um, you know, my youngest child he just started head start this year, so I have a a lot more free time, but I'm not really utilizing it well, if that makes any sense. Because it's like, yeah. oh, um, the thing with the whole situation with being disciplined and not taking naps and stuff like that. I'm still trying to um cope through that and I really want to write in the morning but for some reason I'm just not a morning person um yeah so, I best overnight like late, yeah, late night I, um, but then I really can't do that because I gotta get up get the kids school you gotta get ready. up yeah you know? <laughs> so it's like um I try I, I would stay up and you know I would try to get some work done but I wouldn't get as much done so what, what I would do is 
kids that come home from school, um, they be bothering me, asking for this, asking for that. Then my husband get off of work, gotta get him attention. And then mm-hmm. about nine o'clock or something, and then I'd be like, Well, I must go try to write. I, mean, I can write so much better at that hour than I can when the kids are at school. I don't know what that is. It's kind of it's kind of strange. Yeah, it is. But I, I'm the same way. And I think sometimes I think it's because I just feel like maybe during the day I'm going to miss something or something. I don't know. It's just like during the day, yeah. my mind just be like, so, okay, I got to do this, got to do this, got to do that. Yeah, like that is what you it know, is. Your mind, you just feel like you have to do so much that you really, thinking about so much that you can't really focus on one thing. And then when the house kind of maybe settles down a little bit, you know, everybody's taken care of. Because I feel like sometimes just as mothers and wives and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. we just, that's our instinct is to make sure everything is taken care of. So I feel like you know, maybe that's that's probably why. Well, for me, you know, that's probably yeah. one of the reasons why I work better. Like, what's crazy? Know. Like right now, um, I should have been writing earlier. Like, um, but I ended up getting like you know, uh, shipments ready for um these journals and stuff like that. When I, you know, I could have waited on that, but I just like it's something with my mind. It's just yeah. I'll be like, I need to write, but I'm going make this cover even though it's not due for another month you know it's kind of yeah I don't know well at least you're being productive yeah. though at least yeah <laughs> yeah I'm not on my phone yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm done but it's not the book which I should be working on you know what I'm saying but yeah it and I, I'm really I'm a, I'm a really um I, I procrastinate a whole and I feel like I work better under pressure mm-hmm. even when I had a publisher I would yeah, put so much pressure Yes, under on myself. Like I would be, like my deadline could be in two days, and I still have twenty five, what twenty five thirty k to write, and I would get it done because it's that pressure. But I don't mm-hmm. want to work like that. It's really stressful. Yeah, but I don't know, it's something. It's something with my brain. What thing did I? Yeah, I don't know, girl. It's crazy because um, I uh, when I authored, I'm sorry, when I authored, when I interviewed um. Tay, she kind of had the same thing, you know. So I feel yeah. like maybe with authors, maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's just something with our mind. Like it's just it's too much. And it's like you want to, you want to get so much done. You want to get these books finished. You want to do this and do that. But it's like it's always just that. It's like you know you need to write, but you're not gonna do it because you want to do this, and it's, it just don't make any sense. This is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for people listening, like this is the mind of a writer. Like you know, it's very unorthodox. Like, that's one thing that I've learned, that everybody's writing style and technique and, you know, how they operate is is very unorthodox. So mm-hmm. um, that's very interesting. Do you ever deal with a uh, writer's block? Um, Not really. I want to tell you how I, how I um, work with writer's block. What I would do, like, say if I'm writing a chapter or whatever, and there is nothing coming to me for that particular scene, I would skip down to a new chapter. Like, I would, I would leave a comment and be like, you know, incomplete or come back to later or something like that, and I would skip to a different point of view, and then I'd be able to write, you know? Yeah, because yeah. I feel like the writer's block is not, it's not for the book in its entirety. I feel like it's just for that particular scene. Or that particular yeah. character. So what I would do is I would just add a note and I would go to a new character and I would have so much to say from this character. Like usually, usually with me, like when I write, I really have to get in my mode. Like I really have to become this character. And mm-hmm. a lot of times I struggle with 
if I've written up if I've written a previous book and the male character was so strong and he was so like you know he was really a, a strong character I would struggle with getting in my mold for the new male character if that make any sense um because yeah. I I literally so become my characters yeah. so I gotta I gotta really um adapt this character's personality and you know grasp it so a lot of times I struggle with my male point of views and um I would go on to the female ca- um, point of view until I can figure something out for my male which is um pretty crazy because I get complimented on my male voice a lot and that's probably why um because I you know I really try to embody yeah that's very interesting that's very interesting I, yeah, and um, I suggest that for people a lot. Like, if you have a writer's block, just skip that scene, come back to it later. And write another one. I, I, yeah. I have to try that. That's, that's actually some very, very good advice. So, thank you. Because I think <laughs> that's definitely something I've got to try. <laughs> Girl, I, my, my document, my book don't be pieced piece together until, like, a few days before I got to go on Amazon because it'd be so, like, I really cannot even use test readers or, you know, because the book is so, like, um, all over the place. It's like I skip so much. Yeah. I got to go back and add that and this and, and that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, people be wanting to test read black. I'd be like, look, it's not together today. It's not yeah. together. Today. Like, they don't understand, but, you know, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> so, uh, do you outline or do you just free write? I free write. Every time I try to outline, I always end up free writing all the time. Me too. I just can't. Like, I, I have can't. like, certain points like okay I want I know I want this to happen this to happen and then I'll probably like map out the character like details Mm -hmm. and stuff you know like pertinent information like you know so I don't miss miss any details but other than that yeah I kind of just write um yeah I've learned that outlining um I know it helps a lot of people but for me it just keeps me so boxed in because my mind like you know sometimes how I don't know if it's for you too but sometimes like when you you're writing and you kind of know where you want to go but as you're in it it just takes a completely different turn yeah so it's like I never want to outline because I always feel like okay I'm gonna be focusing so hard to get to this point that I'm not gonna let the story go where the characters are taking me so yeah that's what I do a lot. Like, say for instance, I'll say, you know what, I'm going to try to outline this book because I think outlining might, you know, keep me on track. But I would outline and end up writing a totally different story. And it's just yeah. because, like, you know, as you're writing, these ideas just come into you. Like, it's coming to you rapidly. And you're just like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to do this now. I'm going to make her mad at this. Or, you know, like, I always have an a, a idea of what my, I want my story to be about. But, you know, it's always a, a, a journey to get there. Like, yeah. It's it's crazy all over the place, but I love it because I yeah. feel like you are you could be more creative with free writing than you can with outline. If you stick to an outline, it's like uh it just yeah, it's just that so like yeah. more, you know? Yeah. Yeah, agree. Uh, <laughs> agree. <yeah. laughs> so so far, what would you say has been one of your proudest moments as an author? One of my proudest moments as an author. Um it's, I mean, it's hard to narrow it down. So, you know, I've been doing this for so long. So it's like, I had, I've had a lot of proud moments. Um, uh, okay, like, top two. <laughs> top two, okay. So one of my products, okay, my, like I said, my debut series, number part three, hit number one. Uh-huh. That was like, uh-huh. I felt really great about that because this book, like I wrote it on the storyboard. So I was just playing, you know, I, I take my writing serious, but I didn't think, people were going to love it that much, you know, because, like, mm-hmm. 
it's, it's different when you have a career or something and you just playing around with something. So it's like, wow. So that was um, one of the proudest moments. And mm-hmm. I want to say, that's not really related to being an author, but more so being a publisher. Um, I was really proud um, when, you know, I signed my first author because someone laughed at me when I brought the idea of a publishing company up and it was like, wow. look, I signed my first author. I'm proud of myself. So, yeah, it's kind of like an yeah. aha moment. Yeah, and that's a major, major accomplishment. So how has publishing been for you? Like, what's the experience I... been like? <laughs> Well, personally, it's a it's a it's been a good experience. Of course, it's been a you know a roller coaster. I've had times where I wanted to disband, but you know I would constantly tell myself, you know, like Rome wasn't built in a day. Just keep mm-hmm. pushing, keep striving. You will get where you want to be with your company and stuff. Um, you know, I took a lot of what I've learned in the book publishing industry and I applied it to my own publishing skills. You know, with my author, so mm-hmm. um, I treat them the way that I've always wanted to be treated as an author. So, um, <clears throat> you know, it's just been, it's been, you know, it's been, a, you know, like a rocky road with it because, you know, you have some people that are really, you know, that really receive your message and they take it pretty well and they apply it to their, you know, their work, but then you have other people who don't or, you know, it's just, it's just been yeah. a rocky road, honestly. Yeah. Well, what made you, what made you decide to be a publisher? And this goes right back to the storyboard. Um, oh, okay. When I the storyboard, you know, it was, it was, I'm telling you, it was so dope. It was like a whole little community of, uh, and I believe everyone on there was black, of black young authors. Like, I'm telling you, I was on that board and I was 13, 14 years old. And back then, we even had little publishing companies. Like, we had, we didn't call them publishing companies. We called oh, them so production. We called them production. <laughs> So yeah. it's like I've always done that. I, I have my own production. You had some of the, you know how now you got the popping publishing companies. Back then we had the popping production companies. You know, it was all just it was so fun. It was so like care, you know, like carefree girl. It was everything. Yeah, so I I've always wanted a company. I remember the little BTS yes. stories and stuff. I can't believe you there. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> like, I wasn't active, like, you know, yeah. I just always loved to read, you know, so, like, I would always just look online and just see little stuff, so. Girl, yeah. yes, it, it was so crazy. It was just like the book industry, I'm telling you. Like, I had a couple of pins to the top, and, like, in the, um, no, it was called the wow, the wow, um, something wow category, when your book goes in the wow category, it's like, it's a great book, man. Girl, it was just crazy. It was fun though, just like the industry. People selling your stuff and all that. <laughs> all of that. Oh my god. Yes. All I do for the people wasn't get paid for it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 a big difference. Right. <laughs> but I feel like it's probably a lot of talent, like you know, it is and stuff like that. And that's where I got my first author from. My first author. Um, I went oh, on there. I'm not going to hold, but you hit it on there. So I went on there, and a few of my readers that I had on there, they they reading my stuff now. Um, actually, I signed two authors that was on there um, that used to read me and stuff like that. So it was, it was, it was cool. Like it was a good experience and stuff. Like I said, it's a whole lot of hidden gems on there, just like it is on. What you call it? Is it called Wattpad? Wattpad? Yeah, I think it's called what? I don't know. Wattpad or Wattpad? One of the two. Yeah, something like that. But I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. Um, yeah, it was. It's a lot of hidden gems on those little places. Yeah. What I think what was the one I was thinking about? Was it I don't know. I think it was like League of something. Hmm. 
I never I heard know. of that one. I don't know. It was one of those little boards. But I, I, yeah, I remember that. But that's dope that you reached back. You know what I mean? That you brought those people out and, um, you know, helped them to become fine because, <laughs> you know, of course, a lot of people, you know, they do it for fun, not really knowing that they actually have what it takes to really, really succeed. So, telling you, it's a really. You. That's dope. <laughs> so, um, what's your biggest. Well, I mean, I know your family, but like what motivates you like to just kind of keep pushing? Because, you know, the industry is very draining sometimes. Um, It could be very negative, you know, sometimes. So how, you know, what keeps you pushing in in, in good spirits? Because you're a very calm author, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you might say things every now and then, but for the most part, you know, you kind of stay to yourself, you stay in your bubble. So, you know, like what, what, what pushes you to kind of just stay focused? You know, what pushes me because I can write, you know, mm-hmm. um, I like, I'm not just saying this. I can write. <laughs> I can write. Okay. Like I can write. And I don't feel like I am at a place in my career yet, like where I'm comfortable. Like it's so much higher that I can go. And I want people to read my stuff. You know, like I'm always yeah. thinking of ways, more ways to put myself in front of these readers. Like, you know, I've had dark moments. I've had sad moments, depressed moments where I was like, why am I doing this? Why am I working so hard? Why am I thinking mm-hmm. of all these dope um, plots and all that? And people are not reading it. You know, like, you know, but yeah. still, I still keep going. You know, my royalties might not look like something this month, but the next month, it might be okay, but I always keep going because I can write and I want to share that gift, my gift with the world. Like, I'm yeah. not going to be sitting on the comment. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to allow, you know, like stuff like money or not having money stop me from being passionate about what I do because I am honestly really passionate about yeah. writing. It's yeah. not just something I do. Because, oh, I heard you can make this much money. Nope, I do it because I love it and I don't see myself doing anything else but it. Yeah. Now, as far as uh, like like the negativity that comes with the industry, I don't deal with people. Like, yeah. um, even when I had a publisher, I was kind of, you know, like standoffish or whatever. I only have really one friend in this book industry. Just one yeah. friend. Outside from my authors, of course. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's all you need. Like I that's tell her everything. She tells me everything. I call her my author, my author best, my author bestie. You know, Nasisha mm-hmm. Rayner. That's my, you know, yeah. that's my ace or whatever. Her oh really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the only person I talk to. Like I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with that the, med- the messiness yeah. and uh, that's how I say all of it. I don't, I don't deal with people. Just yeah. one person. You can never say like. Can nobody say that Miss Candace was in my inbox talking about this and talking about that? Because I don't do that. Like, I just focus on writing these books and that's it. Yep. That's that's really what you have to do. And that's mm-hmm. one thing that I've learned. Like, you know, not even having friends. Because I was in drama with people that I didn't even know. Like, <laughs> we never yes. been even cool. You know what I mean? It's just, you know, talking to the wrong people who talk to yeah. the wrong people. And it leads to, you know... confusion so yeah I I had to learn it too like you said I really have I think Azalea is probably my only real 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 friend in the industry you know besides like reading you know I'm friends with readers but authors like no anybody got time for that (laughs) yeah it's too too crazy like you know it's too crazy 
No, like I don't. I, I I'm not about to be talking to somebody who talks to everybody. You know, because uh-huh. Atisha is 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 like me in a sense. She don't talk to that many people either. You know, because yeah. we both know how it is. We've both been in the industry for a very long time, and we know how it is. And you know, it's just it's not good to be on every set. I don't want to be on every set. I don't want to be popular for you know. I want to be known for being messy or being a drama. I want to be known for writing these books. For writing books. Yeah. Yes. Yep, girl, I had to deal with that, you know. But yeah, you know, I've been in my little stuff. You know, I had my issues, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. But for the most part, you know, I I I can honestly say, like, you you really be razor focused, like, on whatever it is that you have going on. You know what I mean? Like, if it's not you promoting yourself, you promoting your author, you promoting your literary services, you promoting your book covers. You know what I mean? Like, I've I've noticed that. So that's one thing that I definitely admire and respect about you. Thank you. You know, you you like a a hustler. You know, your grind. It just seems (laughs) like you know, like. You know, like, and that's kind of how I am, kind of just like, okay, I'm going to try everything. I'm going to put my hand in this mm-hmm. pot, in this pot, you know what I mean? Like, because I'm passionate about all things literary, you know what I mean? Yep, like, I love know. reading, I love writing, Um, you know, because of my situation with, it, you know, an old publisher, I'm not able at this point to release the way I would like to. So it's like, I still try to do other things book-related, like the podcast and desi- designing covers and things like that, kind of just to stay you know, in the industry, because I do love it, but I also, you know, have to, you know, kind of step back and play cool for a little bit until everything blows over, but yeah, yeah, I definitely admire, you know, your drive, so. Thank you. You know that, no problem. Um, Have you ever done any collabs uh, with yep. any authors? How yep. was it? It was great. Again, it was with Natisha. You know, that's oh, okay. like I said, that's the only author, okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, but really, it was great. Me and her have great writing chemistry. <laughs> a lot of okay. times, people would read our books and be like, or collabs, they'd be like, I don't know who wrote what. I don't know who wrote this part. Yeah. Because it's like, it's so good. Like, me and her, I'm telling you, we got some great chemistry when it comes to some these books. And we're supposed to be doing some um some other stuff, too. So, okay. we've done well, a we two collabs so far. Um, and we possibly working on something else soon okay okay so we'll definitely be on the lookout for that um that's good especially since y'all are cool because i know sometimes um publishers are kind of just like be like hey can y'all two collab you know what i mean like so you know i'm not i ain't gonna you know i ain't gonna lie like i've i've worked on a collab with other people but it never got like really far not even to the halfway mark or it never got mm. really far, but you know it was with just random people, really. Just like um, you know, I had worked on a collab with Chase Sedora, um, mm-hmm. and the only reason we didn't do that was because um, I think she did. I end up leaving the publisher, or did she? I can't remember, but it was it was going to be a great story, but um, you know, wires got crossed and we couldn't do it. And another person, I don't think she writes anymore. It was Cassie. This is a long time ago, and it's like I guess like writing schedules and stuff. Kind of was a conflict, but the only person that I've actually ever collaborated with and actually published with was Natisha. Okay, and that's your friend, so it's it's all good. Like yeah, that's it was, dope. You gotta have writing chemistry with the person you collab with. You can't just be out here collabing with anybody. Um, I know a lot of people they didn't want to collab because this other person might have more a big a bigger following or whatever, mm. but. You know, from a business standpoint, that's good for, you know, from a business standpoint. But when it comes to writing, you got to make sure the writing is clicking. Your ideas, you know, it's, it it meshes well. You want to have chemistry with the person you collab with. 
Exactly. Because my biggest thing is I read one collab and I, I won't say the book name, but I could tell who wrote what. And it yeah, that's like, not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of bothered, you know, it kind of bothered me. It, it kind of took away from the reading experience because the tones were so different. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just a lot about it that was just too separate to the point where it was just like, you know. Like two different yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, y'all talking, you know, y'all talking about the same people, but it don't, it ain't feeling the same, you know. So. Yes, that's why that um chemistry is really important. That's why because you don't want yeah. it to sound like two different books. You want it to sound like just one um one whole book. You want this, you want this collab to be so good and the chemistry to be so well that the other author can write your characters and people wouldn't even know. Exactly. Like, you know, you want it to be that good. Exactly. Exactly. Um. How how do you deal with like um negative reviews? Like do you read your negative reviews? Yeah, I do. Um <laughs> that just made me think about a negative review I just got from my, one of my latest releases. The girl gonna leave a review and say, I started reading at the it said he was five 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 uh uh-uh, uh girl and she gave me one star. Like, are you serious? Like, I'm always stressed that this main character was short. Every character in every book does not have to be six feet tall, um, muscular, fine as ever. Like, no. You don't have some rights when it comes to my book. (laughs) So, like, if the review makes sense, then I will apply it. But this girl gonna give me one star because the character was five. five. Come on. Like, Like, people in life, all men are not tall, and all tall men aren't um, handsome all short men isn't ugly you know what i'm saying you got some fine short men too like come on but yeah. as far as um positive reviews like um you know i take them and i try to apply the criticism if i feel like it was given in like um good spirit like if it made sense mm-hmm. i don't if it's just something about oh my god it's a part four again and it gave me one star no i don't care about that i'm gonna tell my story the way i want to tell my story um yeah. If it's something about just adding in or just something that that's that's um that's what you call that constructive, yeah, yeah constructive, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if it's just some bull, nope, I don't even you know I don't even let it bother me. It is what it is because I'm gonna write what I want to write. I'm not gonna, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. Do you listen like to people? You know how some um of your readers or whatever how they you know do you kind of listen to their input when they feel like a story should go this way or or do you kind of just go go with what you already like I'm gonna write my story the way I want to write it like it is um, it is. not really because I have a few readers um I kill a character off and they're like oh bring it back like I'm gonna bring this character back she got shot in the face like come on now be <laughs> really <laughs> I'm like, Damn, like bring this character back you can figure out a way, girl. Even this one, let me tell you, my care, my story in Hendrix and Monroe. The main character Hendrix, he's a ghost. People keep telling me to bring him back. I can't bring him back. He is gone. He transitioned. He transitioned into heaven now. He's not coming back. I'm not writing any more books about him. Let it go. Uh-huh. Always tell me to bring it back. Bring him back. Bring him back. Bring it back, Hendrix and Monroe. No, first of all, Monroe, she died with cancer when she was old. You know what I'm saying? It was she was old. Hendrix is already dead. Like I can't bring them back. You know, I'm not about to be one of those writers that just throw anything together to appease my readers. Nope, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Girl, it'd be so funny. Gotcha. Every time I'd be like, I'm about to write a holiday book anthology. Who do y'all want to see? I gotta say, I cannot bring tomorrow back. Right? <laughs> I actually bring them back. 
<laughs> Leave it alone. They gone. But a, you know, but that's a good thing. It's a compliment, you know, that those characters were timeless. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. something. <laughs> I said, write about them in heaven. I'm not a, writing about no characters in heaven. What is wrong with y'all? I'm not doing it. <laughs> Yeah, that's us. Just like readers, they will do it. They will. They don't. They don't care. Like I, so I can get dragged. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, uh-uh. y'all ain't gonna drag me all over the internet. Nope, not happening. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all your characters, um, which one would you say you probably relate to the most? Um, I'm gonna say. I kind of, you know, I put bits and pieces of myself in all of my characters. Mm-hmm. Um, just bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. But the one that I relate to the most, hmm, I want to say it's two that I relate to the most, not just okay. one. Um, I'm going to say um, Yemi from my Then There Was Us series. Um, mm-hmm. She was a young girl. She experienced... Um, a great loss and uh, a lot of her feelings toward that loss came from the feelings I had towards the loss of my mother so I can relate mm-hmm. to that she was a writer too um and then the other character is Ryan and my absolute favorite series she fell in love with a dope boy her obsession the love she had for um Kasim was the way that oh, I okay. Kasim. I always call him Kasim <laughs> <laughs> that I feel about my husband like a lot of you know, how she feel about him and how she feel about people looking at him and that kind of stuff. It comes from how I feel about my husband. So. Yeah. Yeah, I love fixation. Um, I want to say maybe that was probably one of the first or probably the first book I think I read by you. You can't read, um, can't read fixation without reading the Dope Boy series. No. Okay, so maybe, okay, so it wasn't all tied together? No, it, it was, was all tied together. Yeah, because okay, so yeah, I think maybe that's the first series because um, I don't know. I think you might have read Fixation without reading the other ones. I probably did. Yeah, because uh, like they came from Randy Kasim, they come from She Fell in Love with the Double Boy. It's four parts, and then you got Sending Look, that's the fifth part, and then you got Fixation one and two. Those are the last two books. Oh, yeah, so I think I probably did. Yeah, because <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, I think I probably did just read those. those. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know what, a few people did that. And I'm like, no, you got to read that one first. And, you know, but it is what it is. It's oh, okay, a little so, okay. I'll, I'll go back and check out the other ones. Yeah, but they um they read good. Like, you know, I didn't feel like I was missing anything. <laughs> really? Because you missed a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I have to definitely go back and, and read them but I think if I'm not mistaken I believe that's the the first series um that I read because that was you read I mean that was like what a year or two ago oh yeah that, that was the first book I did independently Ryan Nickerson oh, okay. um, that was like last year about a year and a half ago okay yeah 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 yep yeah. yeah, so that was that was probably that, that probably was it that was like around the time I was just trying to <laughs> <laughs> just reading you know like just reading because I haven't now um I don't read as much um you know because I try not to read other books when I'm writing just so you know I, my mind can stay clear like I don't want to feel like you know how sometimes like you'll read something and yeah then you'll forget about but it but then like it'll... oh you you like to read when you write you know, because I feel like, like I said, I've been doing this for a long time. 
So I feel like sometimes it's good to read because you can draw inspiration from what you read. Not saying that you have to copy what this author is doing. It's okay to get inspiration because I feel like um, all of the good authors read. You know what I'm saying? Because you you constantly, then you're constantly seeing what the market is um, into um, your, you know, if you're noticing things about your own writing that you didn't notice before when you're reading other people's stuff. Like, for example, with me, like, I, I don't have any main character to smoke cigarettes. Like, I, because I hate cigarettes, you know? But I would read a book and this character be smoking a cigarette. I'd be like, wait a minute, my books, I don't have that in my books, you know? Because it's like, mm-hmm. I'm writing what I'm used to, but it's always good to read other people's books what because you can see. And then, like, um, what else in my books? Like, a lot of the times, my author, my characters might have a lot of brothers because I don't have any brothers and they don't have sisters. I would notice things like that. So I like to read to keep my ideas and stuff fresh because you know mm. like when you're writing you're just writing what you're used to but of course you're using inf- your um, um your imagination but a lot of times so much of your real life can get thrown into your books and you're not really um giving away a lot of variety with your stories if that makes any sense like because mm-hmm. yeah that does. that does yeah it's good to get fresh ideas and i'm not saying like of course i'm not saying oh go copy that author stuff no because you could be reading and be like Oh, I could have wrote this so much better. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Or like, I, I could have wrote it like this. Yeah. Or, yeah, or I, I do that. that. Yeah, yeah. It's good for inspiration. And then, like, just like I said, okay. to know what the what the market is um kind of gravitating towards now because the market's always changing. So, like, I always yeah. um, tell my authors, go see what's selling right now, but do not read anything from the um the top sellers that's always at number one. Read somebody that's that's on the charts who's new just to see what they like and not to copy but just to see what kind of storyline or what type of books they're liking right now because like i said it's always it's always changing you guys sometimes you got um the thug um the thug books people just love the crazy characters and you got some they like the side chicks so then you have the ones who, who likes the books with the baby mamas and all that kind of stuff the market is yeah. always so it's always good to be knowledgeable when it comes to that stuff. So I always suggest to read, like read, just to just to get your creative just to flow and to know what's going on with the market. Hmm, that makes sense. That's that's definitely a different a different perspective. Um, yeah. Normally, like when I'm I'm because I I just feel like sometimes like I don't want to feel like you know I I just don't want to like like I made something up but like in my subconscious is because I read it somewhere else. You know, like yeah. I, I always mm-hmm. run the risk of feeling like that. So I always kind of try to stay away from reading, you know, during my writing process. But if I do, I'll go like old school, Terry McMillan, Eric Jerome Dickey, and oh, stuff like good. that. Because yeah. I like their storytelling, you know, like how they paint a picture with their words and stuff like that. Like yeah. that's the kind of stuff that I like. If I read, I'll look for it like that. Like new ways to say she said instead of you know what i'm saying like instead of yeah. saying certain things like i'll read their kind of you know their books to see like okay how did they describe this and things like that but yeah I it kind of yeah but yeah. so I did, I did notice what i did recently like say for instance i'm writing and this term comes to mind i'm like why am i so into this term then i realized it's because i've been reading in a, another book so if like like right now i'm kind of i don't know it's just it's just character in my book the character is me and i keep calling her miss Minas, but i feel like i've read that somewhere so i think i'm gonna take it out i don't know if i've yeah, read it see? <laughs> it's that kind of thing i don't want people to be like oh oh girl she said yeah. it's her when it's not yeah. really, I'm not really trying to steal. I don't steal people's work, you know what I'm saying? But sometimes yeah. if you say something a lot, 
And then, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go back to that book and see if it's in there. If it's in there, I'm taking it out. Because yeah, I don't want to. Yeah. That'd be my thing. Like, that yeah, that'll happen. Say, okay, you got to be careful. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, your subconscious, you just be like, it just pops up in your mind. And then you realize, like, dang, you know, like, okay, that's right. why I've, I've been thinking about that. Yeah. So I got, I be trying to stay clear away from the bullshit. So. Yeah. Right. Because I don't got time. Like, like I said, it's like draw inspiration, but do not copy. It's and being inspired and copying is way two totally different things. Like, girl, because I remember seeing a big old argument, girl, in a group where they accused this author of stealing somebody else's work, girl, because somebody blew the dice before they rolled it. Girl, bye. Everybody do that. Who I'm like, So. I just could not believe it, and people was really like accusing this lady. Oh my god! Stealing it. Get out of here! <laughs> Get out of here! These people telling you. What is wrong with people? Who don't know? Been born on dice before you was even born. So what are they talking about? Mm-hmm. Born on dice? Yeah. Like that. They, that author didn't create. They said Ivory B did it, okay? And if you, your character's born on ice, I mean, blow the dice before they roll it, then you done stole from that lady. Get out of here. People, I'm telling you, these people is crazy. I ain't gonna let this industry drive me crazy like that. Listen, I done had the blowing on dice for good luck in my book. Uh, So, yeah, that's a, that's a common expression. People do that a lot. Yeah. And it's, it's it's so crazy how so com- common certain things are, but people will take them out of context. So mm, that's no. why I just try to stay away. Like whatever, I go back to the old school books if I do. You know, draw from yeah. you know inspiration and stuff like that. I try. And that's to, cool. Yeah, that's good too. Yeah, I try to stay. I don't know. I don't know. But you know, like so with the trends in the industry. Okay, first, well, first let me ask this. Like, are you um how do you feel like about similar titles, similar character names and things like that? Are you one of those possessive authors? Like, uh uh-uh, uh, that's my I character am, name. Or listen, <laughs> I am possessive when it comes to certain names, okay? <laughs> um, and, and this might sound crazy, but certain character visuals, like no, that's gonna always be Hendrix. Like the character visual yeah. I got from Hendrix. I feel like I was one of the first authors that did it. So every time I see, I'd be like, ugh. And then yeah. we're like, with Ryan, Ryan, because I was one of the first, first people to use that too. And the character visuals, I'd be like, nope, that's Ryan. But you know what's crazy? I came up with Kasim on my own. I seen one author, other author use her name. It's kind of bothered me a lot. But not to mm-hmm. a point where I'm going anybody inbox checking them. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I was, I'm just kind of territorial when it comes to stuff like the characters that I really love. Like, yeah. Name Yimmy or Azar, I'll be like, come on, them names, them are not common names. You got that straight from me. You know, it's just starting to yeah. really feel about. But of course, I'm never going to check anybody about it because names are names and these visuals, not even, they don't belong to certain anybody but the person who's in the picture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. I never, exactly. I've never yeah. people that be like, why are you using my hair visual? You know, if it's a friend of mine, like one of my authors or something like that, be like, I know you use um this character visual, but can I use it? I'd be like, yeah, but that's still so and so, like in a joking way, you know. But mm-hmm. I don't know nobody else's industry like that because, and then like, don't even. I've, I've had an incident where someone inboxed me, like, you know, we got the same character name. I don't care about that. I do not care yeah. about that. Names are names. Yeah. If it's a common name like Jake or April or something like that, do not inbox me about that character name or yeah. things for me because I don't I honestly don't care like I don't care about that kind of stuff yeah 
Yeah, I don't really care about stuff like that. Oh, I ain't gonna lie, like, <laughs> like, like I said, I care about some, but I won't send that to nobody though. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> so one time I had to and, and then I don't even know because again, like I, I really I'll read every now and then, but for the most part, like I kinda try. But um for bitter, like when I had Zuri, I feel like I ain't really seen nobody with Zuri or Flip, but then I start seeing people with the names and I was like, Well, you know, maybe they have. I just don't read. But I've been noticing a lot of Zuri's lately and I've been like, Yeah, I tried it. But and, you know, I'm not even comfortable doing that kind of stuff. Like, how could you be comfortable with actually seeing somebody in character name and then be like, Oh, I'm gonna steal it? Like, I'm not even comfortable <laughs> with it. Like, why would you be okay with that? That's weird to me. Especially if you if you I just stole it. You seen it and was like, "Up, oh, I'm using that character name for my character." Like, yeah, like, name. yeah I, I see that that often, but I, I, I guess I don't really trip. Now I know, <laughs> I know, um, Mariah is under you. Now if somebody still want a her character name because that girl be having the most off the wall character. Really? Name in her book. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Every, I remember I read one of her books and I love her by the way she was actually one of the first people that I was supposed to collaborate with a couple of years ago oh really uh huh I had like personal issues going on so I really didn't mm-hmm. we had like a, a whole little storyline we had started and everything like I, oh wow I think she's so talented like she's really she can really write I just think she had mm-hmm. to kind of just find her lane but anyways yep. I remember one of her books uh <laughs> Yeah, she had like a, a pronunciation key next to the names. <laughs> I was like, that's how you know you done made up some names when you gotta tell people Be- how to pronounce them. <laughs> yeah, before I was um she was signing me, I was coaching her and then she would be like she was telling me about like she would be writing the character's name. And I'd be like, I don't know what the hell this character name is. And we get on the phone and she'd say, I'd be like, Oh, okay, that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> Yeah, like she got cute, but I like, kind of like, oh my god, what is this? You know, <laughs> and you can tell yeah. what's still else for sure. Yeah, for real. Now, if I was one of them names, I'd be like, not nah, girl. But yeah, yeah. everything else was kind of like, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so um, with your literary service, just give me a little more information about, or me and the listeners, like more information about what it is that you do and what it is that you offer, because I feel like. Um, a lot of people can benefit from it. And you can write it really well. I do want to say that. Like, I, Oh, thank uh, you. I really want us to go back in. Like, I actually really like the, your writing style. Like, it's Thank weird. you. It flows well. It's How can I say it without sounding... You know how some people... Uh, I'll just leave it there. <laughs> I like your writing style. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, it's more about your lyrics. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so your literary services, just give us just like more information about it and how you decided to um you know how you came up with it and and um you know how how um people can contact you and things like that. Okay, so I came up with it because like I I've always had people in my inbox asking me questions about this and about that and about helping them and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, at the beginning, I'm all cool for helping people, you know, know to a certain extent. But it's like, y'all keep coming in here asking me asking me questions and stuff. Y'all gonna pay? Because I didn't learn this stuff. Like, I had to go out and get this information on my own. No one taught me this stuff. So, you know, you want to pay for this research. <laughs> right. right. So, but... 
So I came up with that, like, you know, well, I'm going to do coaching services. And then since I'm a publisher, I said I could do the publishing services, too. Um, a lot of people struggle with writing their synopsis. So I say, you know, I can offer that kind of service. Um, I feel like I'm a very creative writer. So um, I offer services for, like, outlines and stuff like that, too, if you want fresh ideas. Because, like I said, um, as a writer, as an author, people, in, anybody can learn. Like, you, like it's a continuous learning thing you know you could always learn learn something from somebody else as a writer because mm-hmm. there's always something that you have not done that someone else has they can help you with it so I feel like um that I feel like me offering the outline of services would be good for people who is kind of like you know um in a stump or don't know what to write about or you know just want some fresh ideas um right and a lot of people I just started um offering the services for book publishing because a lot of people they you know, they want to be independent, but then they don't want to put that work in. Like, you know, a lot comes um, with being an independent author. Like, you know, you got to have the mailbox, you got to have the website, you got to have that, you got to set up this, you got to set up that. LLC, you got to do this and that. And a lot of people don't have that patience to sit there and learn how to do it. So I feel like, you know, I've already learned how to do this stuff. I, like, it takes me no time to do this kind of stuff so I can just do it for you for a flat rate. And the same way with the book format. And, um, I've always been creative when it came to to creating stuff, like before book writing. I've always been, like, creative when it comes to that kind of stuff. So, um, and a lot of people have issues with formatting their books. They don't, they don't know how to do it, even the ebook or the paperback. Paperback more than the ebook. So, yeah. you know, I would help them with that. Um, if they want cute fonts, if they want certain headings, or if they want certain, you know, page number style or anything, I can do that for them and, you know, take that hassle out of that little, take that, that stress away or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and what else do I do? Um, got the coaching. The coaching is this, um, you know, I help people stay on task and keep them motivated because a lot of times people just need someone to be on them. And yeah. a lot of times people who has publishers, their publisher can do that as often as a writing coach can because their publisher has other authors as well. So maybe you, a person might need a little help with, um, you know, stand on task and keeping their ideas fresh and having an extra set of eyes to look at their um, manuscript or whatever. And I mean, I'm there for yeah. that. You know? um, what else do I do? I think that's pretty much it as far as the services. The outlining, formatting, ebook, and paperback publishing. I'll do everything in the writing industry because that's, that's, that's the industry that I know. So. Yeah. Yep. That's amazing. And um, I think it's really dope that you, you know, that you do offer those services and that, um, you know, like your work speaks for itself. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. because sometimes I feel like in the industry, like I've seen like, people who are publishers that have no business with a publishing company like girl you only got like yeah. books. like you know yeah. like you haven't been writing long enough to see like how the trends change and stuff like that you know what I mean so I think that it's really really dope that you do offer those services and I feel like and a lot of times getting a publishing company these days is kind of like a thing to do but then when a public when, when that publisher gets that publishing company they don't want to put that work in that it's required mm-hmm. to run a publishing company. Like, okay, you want to get a publishing company? Why? Like, what do you? Why do you want a publishing company? Do you really have the time and the patience to deal with these and authors? People. Like, yeah. to help the author. Like, if you got a publishing company, are you 
are you really helping an author? Like, it's not just book publishing. This author needs direction, you know, especially if it's a new author who don't know anything about mm-hmm. the book industry. You got to be able to mentor that author, too. And like I said, a lot of times these authors, these publishers, these authors turn publishers, they just get into it because they feel like, oh, it's just an extra income. It's more than that. It's more than yeah. just that. You can look at it like that. Yeah, definitely more than that. You know, I have um, one author and even that, you know, was... Um, I mean, it wasn't difficult. What was difficult? I'll say it wasn't as easy, I guess, as I maybe thought it would be just because, you know, like I had been so used to handling my career that it was just like simple, simple, simple. But then, you know, once you get a hold of somebody else's career, sometimes you have to be a little more delicate. And sometimes I think that um, I think I'm just too nice. Like, (laughs) sometimes you have to be mean as a publisher. That's true. because You got to set them boundaries. You got to set boundaries. And then like with me you got three strikes with me you know like i don't tell the author you got three strikes but really you have three strikes with me um i give you you know i say something to you and you say this or whatever and i say okay well whatever maybe she's gonna do this and that second time okay now you get the deadline you get this you get that third time you don't deliver okay i'm sorry it was it isn't working out you know what i'm saying you have to yeah, be a yeah. boss can't only be these authors friends because then they'll walk over you yep yep that's true that's true. So with being a publisher, like, do you deal with, like, any, um, like, in-house conflicts or anything like that? Oh, yeah, I've had one. You know, I've had an in- in-house conflict. And, you know, while at the same time, while I am there, these, these authors, publishers, at the same time, these ladies are grown. Okay? Yeah, um, yeah. All I was, uh, no, all I can do is suggest things. And, you know, if, if something gets too out of hand and it gets to Facebook, I can say, you know, delete that post or whatever, but I cannot make grown women like each other. That's just the fact of it. Like, the fact of it, as long as it don't pour into my company, as long as it don't uh, shine a bad light on Miss Kenneth Presents, hey, I don't have any control over it, you know? Um, yeah. That's just it. You can try to diffuse the situation the best way you can, but like I said, you can't make anybody do anything. The only person you got control over is yourself. So, yeah. you know, that's all I can say, like, if, if I did, like, I've had, you know, conflict, in-house conflict with authors, but I don't think anybody on Facebook, Facebook would be able to recall because it didn't get really public like that. The only way anybody would know about that conflict is if one or two, you know, one of them yeah, authors helped them, you know what I'm saying? Because it didn't get yeah. public where it was a big fight and it was name calling, it was these statuses. Nope, it didn't, it didn't get out of control. So I, you know, I controlled it as much as I could. That's good. That's good. I'm I'm glad to hear that because um you know some I I've I really I've had it's crazy <laughs> I think I've had maybe one two four publishers since I've came into the industry. Mm. But I haven't been I mean I didn't girl I don't think I've been signed with anybody more than maybe three months. You know like me I I'll go. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. moment <laughs> I'm just one of those type of people. My first publisher um, was was good. Everything was good. I just was kind of new, and I just didn't like that they weren't explaining things to me. You know, like, it's like, I understand you, the publisher, but I, I still want to know what's going on. Teach me as we go so I can know. Yeah, you're supposed to. Yeah, they, they, they wasn't, it was just kind of like a trust me. It was just like, ah, oh, this contract ain't about trust. So, yeah, <laughs> it's like, let me know what's going on, you know, so. Then I went with um, another publisher. I was with Ivy, but then, you know, she had her uh, publisher company disbanded. Then I was with 
somebody else that didn't work and then I was with you know my last publisher which was you know never should have it in the first place um but I've seen like in within these publishing companies you know I've kind of seen where you know publishers kind of have their favorites and then the in-house conflict kind of spills outside so you know it seems like it's difficult um but I definitely commend you and I definitely respect the fact that you are able to have a group of women because we're most of the time where there's women, there's drama. So it's good that you, you know, you have this group of women who, even if they don't agree all the time, you know what I mean? They have enough respect for themselves, your company and things like this to kind of mm-hmm. keep it in house. And as a publisher, you're not there egging it on, you know, because right. God has seen it like a couple of times where it's just like, <laughs> you're a publisher, like why stay out of it, you know? But, yeah. And- it's like, you know, like I like I I've only been with two publishers. The first publisher I had, she did me dirty. Um, so I left and went with um Leo. And I was with him for what 2015. I was with him for like two, three years. And you know, I learned things from both different things from both them publishers, but at the same time, I learned how to treat my authors or how not to treat my authors because of what I experienced with both of them. You know, um, yeah. I didn't really have a bad experience with Leo. You know, typical stuff that any, huh? <laughs> you know, I had typical <laughs> issues, typical stuff, but nothing like where it's like I should have been left him. Like he did me dirty. No, it was not yeah, that. Yeah, it was yeah. you know, typical stuff, but nothing yeah. like alarming where I should have been left him or whatever. No, it was not like that. It, we didn't end on bad terms and anything like that. But like I said, at the same time, I learned how to treat and how not to treat my authors because of the knowledge I gained publishers. Two different, completely different publishers, but I learned so much from them. So from, that, yeah. that, that helped me a lot with my publisher because like, I know how it feels to not be one of the favorites. I know how it feels to be cheated and stolen from. So, yeah. you know, I would never do anything like that. I know how it feels to be ignored when you won't help with something. So, you know, and I just apply what I learned to my company. And one of the biggest things for me is communication. You can ask anybody that's with me in my company. They will tell you, all right, communication is huge to me. Talk to me. Do not leave me in the dark about anything. Leave me in the dark about stuff. I'm going to start assuming things. (laughs) You know, I could be like, I'm telling you, my I get to thinking, and I would think of a whole story in my head that's not even happening. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I overthink. Yeah. So, communicate with me, and we'll be good. That's really the biggest um, key with publishing. Like, you gotta, you gotta be able to meet with your publisher, and they gotta yeah. be able to teach you because you gotta teach the author. Like, you are preparing this author for independency, honestly. Like, yeah. Um, so they want to be taught. They don't want to be with a publisher their whole life. Some people may do because, you know, self-publishing, independent publishing is not for everybody, which is fine. But you have mm-hmm. those people who do want to do it. So teach them, you know? Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree. Um, okay, I think the interview part, let me see. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Okay, so in the game, okay, um, basically a memory game. Um, in the game, it'll be like two, two parts. It'll be who said that and who did that. So in who said that, I'll just take like um, a line or two from your books and mm-hmm. um, have to remember who said it or who did it. Okay, I like that. 
And um, also, um, when you do it, if you can, name the book too, just so for people who listen in, you know, if they hear something, they'll be like, oh, okay, I want to go read that book. They'll know which book to find again. Okay. Okay. So first, we'll start with uh, who said that. So uh, this person said, um, rumors are lies, and I speak the truth. You don't have to believe me, but I know what I know. Ooh. <laughs> That's a hard one. Who said okay, that? Okay, they were talking. I'm about to tell you what they were talking about. You're going to get it. Okay. <laughs> I, I, you got to tell you something, because, like, I have too okay. many books. <laughs> okay. Oay, you do, you do. Okay, okay. <laughs> So, and this, okay, I, I'll give you the book then. The book was In Love with the Boss. Oh, okay, it's Neef. Uh-uh. It ain't Neef? Mm-mm. This person, she was, oh, wait, 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 wait a minute. Maybe she was talking, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 I, I don't think so. I think I got this right. <laughs> hold on. What? Okay, so this person, she was saying that, um, Okay, so before this, okay, so before this particular line, they was like, you can't keep saying that um, a grown man is taking D. And she was like, I Oh, I know who it is now. Yeah. Kobe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, this person, okay, and this came from Then There Was Us. Okay. This person's, uh, she, she was called Bitter. Somebody called her bitter, and she was like, "Bitter? Now nah, I only be bitter if I wasn't still fucking that nigga." Um. 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 Wait. Is it Amy's friend? Um. Her name start with the S. Start with a what? A S. Uh huh. It's not Sable. Cause Sable. A S. Wait. <laughs> what? Um. <laughs> <laughs> An S. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Um, and I, I don't. I think it could have been her, but S. Um, if I would, wait, it's some girl that was um, what the hell is her? She was messing with Azar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, this one was easy. This one should be easy. She was like, nah. I knock a bitch's head right off her shoulders for fucking with mine. Ryan. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, um, she fell in love with a dope boy. Yep. Like, oh, that was too good. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so this person, um, she was responding to um, a question. Well, she... Yeah, she had just responded to a question. And then after that, she said, um, like in her mind, like, you know, so like in narration, he was like, um, mm-hmm. I wasn't happy. I was barely married, but I wasn't going to sit on the phone. And t- what, but was I going to sit on the phone and tell him that? No. And this person was pursuing her. Oh. Like, this person was what? He was pursuing her. Like, um, she was like, you're acting real stalkerish right now. <laughs> um. And she was really okay. I okay. I have two. Maybe it was Chelsea from In Love with the Boss. Uh uh-uh. uh Okay. Um, Simone from yes. Mary City Connect. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And uh, this one, she was mad. Um, and she was like, "You wash your ass in here with some funky ass roses. Like I'm supposed to be happy to see you." 
Now this person had done, they they really close. He had done got her into some shit. And he was mad at her about who she was hanging with. But she was like, How you mad at me for mm. <laughs> 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 Okay, this was from she gave her love to a cold-hearted savage. She gave her what? She gave her her love to a cold-hearted savage. Oh, that's an old one, girl. I wrote that book. I had to go way back in the vault. Girl, that book no, that book was written way before I was even published. That's an old book. So I'm gonna say I changed her name. Um, 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 um it's uh Real quick, yes, yeah, a state. <laughs> her name. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know what? I changed her name from where it was, what it was when I first wrote the book. Um, Kiss, no, it wasn't that Kiss Me. Um, girl, I'm. Kelly. It was Kelly. <laughs> Kelly. Wait a minute, girl. Why I'm thinking about when you said she gave her her cigars, I was thinking about she fouled love with her. Another about that one. Oh, you talking about Callie and Bully, girl? I yeah, love and Bully. Yep, yep. Oh yeah, I'm so horrible at this game. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> you have like it's, it's yeah. Like, it even sounds familiar, you know. Like every time right. somebody like um. I always be like, that's, that's crazy that it even sounds familiar because writing so many characters. And then especially right. sometimes, you know how like, especially if you don't outline and you kind of just write when you go, like you will read and you'll be like, damn, I wrote that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I can't believe, I can't believe Bully even gave her some roses. Bully gave her roses? No, her brother gave her roses. Remember like... <gasps> oh! Uh, yeah, okay. And apologize, and then, oh, yeah. He I remember. He came, to the, um, came to the hospital room. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so which? Okay, so then we'll go to who did that. Now this is always easier because it's always easier to remember situations. Okay. So, <laughs> okay, so which couple? Um, uh, they was in the kitchen doing a whipping and they name. That was so cute. <laughs> I wrote that corny shit. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! This must be. <laughs> what? <laughs> What? I'm about to go all the way back then. Like in the morning, like he was cooking for her, and he was really in there, like doing it by himself. And then she walked in, and she saw him, and they started doing this together. I thought it was a what kid. the hell? Um. For <laughs> <laughs> real? What? That gotta be old. Cause then why do work? It was an intoxicated too. Oh, yep. Oh, very, very old. That's my second series. Girl, what? Oh my I don't know what that was. <laughs> yeah, my writing is way different from um <laughs> back then. Like, oh my god, girl, people be sending me screenshots in that book. I'd be like, oh, I'm embarrassed. I can't believe I wrote that. Right. Everybody has their one book, so they be like, oh. <laughs> girl, uh, that book. Mm-mm. <laughs> oh, that, was that was a cute scene, though. I thought it was. Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who got fired uh, from the strip club from fighting um, their dude's side chick? Um, Kismet. 
Mm-hmm. From um, Fall of Four, Hood Menace. Yep. Okay. Um, so who got while they were uh, in the tub drinking champagne? They got confronted with a pregnancy test that they thought they threw away. Oh, um, that was recent. Um, uh, recklessly in love with a bad boy, Detroit bad boy. That was I can't remember her name. A uh, star. Yep. 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 <laughs> a star. Okay. Um. Okay. So in this particular book, uh, this person. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, they kind of had. Okay, they had like a. Kind of like a, 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 a drug addiction, kind of. So in this particular scene, they walk into their room, flip their mattress, and they had, like, drugs under the bed. They popped the pills and... Oh, Khalil. Yep. <laughs> That's the only drug addict I had in my books. Khalil from uh, What the Heart Wants. He, Lord Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and... Uh, let's see. Okay, so who stabbed their abusive spouse? Now, in this particular case, he came in the house, um, he slammed the door, the door shattered, she had the knife like for protection. Paris? Paris, I'm not mistaken. They have Bruce uh-uh. House. Um, this one, oh, this one. I know. I think I know. Um, Maybe it was uh, Recklessly and it was uh, Angel? Mm-mm-mm. What? Okay, so this one, Um, okay, let me see. She like hit the knife like, um, I'm trying to remember. She had it, like, in her sleeve, though, because she was messing with one of his brothers. Like, he was, like, a nasty dude. Like, he was, like, she was, like, doing, like, some nasty stuff to him. So she was, like, nigga, you was calling me a hoe, but I wasn't a hoe when I was had the vibrator. Like, like, oh, <laughs> mom, and um, Chelsea, and look at the boss. You know what You know her? No, 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 this one. Man, mommy, no, no. His name started with a K. Okay. Yeah. And he was like beating her. He was like dragging her. Um, they have a kid together. He was like, oh, Are you talking about um Eden and Kareem? Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. You know why I didn't know that one? Because initially that book was written under a pen name. Under my pen name. That's why I can't remember. Uh-huh. Yeah, but then I ended up once I my contract ended, I ended up releasing it under my own name. Oh, that's why okay. I'm like, wait a minute, what girl? I had, I'm like, who else was it beat? I'm like, oh, yeah,
That's it. That's it. That was fast. I know. It usually be longer than that. Well, no, that's about right. It usually take about 10, 15 minutes. Oh, because then I had to hang up too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, that was the game. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You did good. That was really fun. Made me want to go back and read some stuff. Yeah, like you have a lot of a lot of books. Like, and I was trying to because I noticed that you released especially a lot of books in 2019. Like when I was going through, I was like, dang, this girl be writing her ass off. Like I was like trying to go back to see, like, okay, let me try to pick two from earlier, two recent, two, you know. Yeah, I try to do at least um a book a month if I can. But a lot of those books I had re-released too. So Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, this is really fun though. Like this, this whole um podcast thing you got going on, the stuff is really, really fun and um something great to be a part of. I appreciate you including me. Thank you, no problem. I appreciate you for doing it. Like I'm um I'm really excited. Um, yeah, I'm definitely. I'm, I'm yours are gonna air Friday, so. <laughs> oh, that's wait tomorrow. I can't wait to hear. Actually, I don't know if I'm I'm gonna listen to it or not. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear myself. Understand. Like that's how I am. I hate hearing myself talk. So <laughs> I guess I'm. I'm a listen. I'm front of my face the whole time. Like, ooh, I sound crazy. <laughs> you talk fast. Like it's so crazy. Yes, accent. I do. Yeah. I got an accent. <laughs> you got the accent. <laughs> it's a little country, but <laughs> but I had so much fun. Um. I got another idea that I'm thinking of doing and I want you to be a part of. I'll inbox you about it. Um, okay. And um, I think it'll be dope, so I'll inbox you. But thank you so much. Um, yeah. I really appreciate this. Um, continue to to flourish. Continue to grow. I hope. I wish nothing but the best for you. And if you ever need anything, let me know. Thank you. Same to you. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. You have a good one. Okay, you too. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. What's up, pretty gang? Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of the Pretty Book Podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed my interview with Miss Candice. Um, I thought she was amazing. She dropped a lot of jewels, gave a lot of insight, and I learned a lot of interesting things about her. Um, so get to know her. Um, make sure you follow the Pretty Book Podcast Facebook page. I have all her contact information. Get her books on Amazon. Um, hit her up for covers. Um and you know the other literary services that she offers so um thank y'all again for tuning in i hope y'all enjoyed it as much as i did y'all have a good night or a good day whenever y'all listening to it love y'all